When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to NFL Live. Lots to get to just three days away from Super Wild Card Weekend. First, Tua ruled out of Sunday's game against the Bills. We got a live report from Miami as we discuss the Dolphins QB reality this offseason. Speaking of quarterback health, what's the latest on Lamar? Well, the Ravens quarterback, his status is coming your way ahead of their game against the Bengals. It's just about eight minutes away. We'll hear from Adam Schefter on that. Far more important, though, than all of this is the improving condition of DeMar Hamlin. That's where we start today as Hamlin has been discharged from a hospital in Buffalo. Coley Harvey's been covering the story for the last 10 days here. Coley, what's the latest? Well, the latest, Laura, is that just a short time ago, I had a chance to speak with one of DeMar Hamlin's relatives. They are, quote, ecstatic about this news. They are so rejoicing about this news. The fact that he is finally not just out of one hospital, the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, but now the second hospital, Buffalo General Medical Center. And the relative who I spoke to earlier, uh, they, that, that relative said that they were uh, certainly trying to wait until they got to this stage because there was that uncertainty after having to switch one hospital and going to the other. Uh, just what was that going to look like for his recovery? But now he is fully out. He is uh, at home and he is resting, as we've heard even from some of the Bills players say here today. They're going to try to be patient in terms of trying to go over and see him. One thing that I do want to note is you see this plaza here behind me at Highmark Stadium. Exactly one week ago, there was a candlelight vigil for DeMar Hamlin. You had fans coming all throughout here in order to lift him up in prayer, to try to get the positive vibes, to get him out of the hospital. What a difference a week makes. While we've been out here setting up this live shot, I've even seen one of these remnants, a, uh, a fan that says the number three with the heart. You're going to see so many of these on Sunday when this place gets full and rocking because not only is it a playoff game, as you guys well know, but they're going to be playing for DeMar Hamlin as well here. Coley, it's just such incredible news. Great reporting from you. And we can get excited about this, guys. We're glad oh, to have you here. Marcus Spears, Dan Orlovsky with you for the hour. Good to have you back. I missed y'all. Yes. But, you but crushed you know your what? college football national yeah. title well, stuff. But it's, we love baby face. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm also so incredibly glad, as all of us are, that DeMar Hamlin's making such oh, great man. progress. I mean, it's the best news of the NFL world. Probably the best news Ever. of the year. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Keyshawn Johnson and Adam Schefter joining us today as well. Let's get to Tua Tungavailoa. Some news there. And let me start with this, right? The Dolphins 8-4 and four in games that Tua has finished. They're 1-4 and four without him. Tua hmm. suffered three head injuries this season two officially classified as concussions by the NFL he hadn't played since the concussion he suffered against the Packers on Christmas Day some wondered if we'd see him this week against Buffalo here's more from Mike McDaniel of uh, today um, Tua has not been cleared by doctors to resume football activities on the field with his teammates so um, because of that and because of the time that it, um, he's missed, I can rule him out for Sunday. We will be approaching uh, 
the game today as Skylar Thompson is our starting quarterback. ESPN Dolphins reporter Marcel, excuse me, we're going to Adam Schefter with more here. So Adam, what can you tell us? Actually, we're going to go to Marcel. Marcel, Adam's coming. Marcel first. Marcel Louis-Jacques has been at the facility all day. Uh, Marcel, what did the team have to say about the Tua news? Oh, it looked pretty out there. Yeah, it's appearance number seven and start number three for the Dolphins rookie Skylar Thompson. And half of those have come in relief of a starter who was injured mid-game. Dolphins coach Mike McDaniel said he doesn't think people appreciate the gravity of what Thompson was able to accomplish, relying on solo or scout team and preseason reps before Sunday's regular season finale. We got to speak to Skylar Thompson in the locker room. He said that every snap he takes, he gets more and more confident. And that, of course, he wants to be perfect. That's what everybody wants to do in this position. But he went back to something his college coach told him. Colin Klein, quarterback coach at Kansas State, your best is enough. Now, the team believes in him, and Thompson's actually got a support system that's going to go beyond the sideline Sunday at Highmark Stadium. He said his dad is going to make the 15-hour drive from Kansas City to Buffalo to see his son make his first playoff start. A lot of emotion is going to be at that stadium in Western New York. Yeah, those 15 hours, Marcel, would probably go by pretty quick for dad there. Thanks so much for the latest on the Dolphins. And before we chat about this as it relates to Tua, guys, I just want to make something clear. We all know that Tua was having an MVP caliber season when he was healthy. We praised him exceptionally yeah. on this show during that stretch. But still, the NFL is a brutal business. Marcus, what do you make of the Tua news? Yeah, first of all, very unfortunate, right, based on what you just said. And Skylar Thompson is starting. Look, it was going to be hard for the Miami Dolphins to beat the Buffalo Bills anyway with Tua starting in this game. But I think the other part comes in the, in the play. And this is where, you know, I'm glad I'm me because the reality is Tua and his career should be a discussion this offseason between him and his family, all right? And the Miami Dolphins – have to be in the market for a quarterback, right? And that's so unfortunate. But based on the things that we saw transpire this year with Tua, health is going to be the number one thing that they talk about. I think Tua proved that he's an NFL quarterback. I think he proved that this system works for him as well. But also, he missed a lot of games, and there are some serious conversations that got to come from Chris Greer and his management. And there's some serious conversations that has to go between Tua and his family. Yeah, for the team, I think it's disappointing because, Kennedy, it, it felt like a Super Bowl caliber football team 100%. this year, the way they were playing. Uh, Marcus, I think Tua has to answer the question if he's ever going to play football again. I don't think that's totally out of the question. It's not. When it comes it to can be. Those are real conversations, right? With the team, it's very difficult to sit there. I love Tua. I've championed Tua. like praised him. It's really difficult to sit there and say, that's our guy. Yeah. Because not only does he have the injury history that is always going to hang over his head from college, now there's this new injury kind of narrative around his name. Yeah. You know, And I don't know if an organization could sit there that's been searching for the quarterback and say, that's the guy that has the, he has the ankles, he has the hip, and then the three concussions this year, two that we know of and one that assumed, um, that weren't off these old-fashioned, oh-my-goodness hits either. And I, I don't disagree that – Organizationally, they're going to have to have that conversation this offseason, which stinks. You know, this, these are always tough conversations to have uh, because you're talking about another person's health, but we also played the, in the NFL, so we know how important it is to stay healthy in the National Football League, to not only be uh, on the field with your team, but also 
be able to get what we like to call the bag, the money. And he's yet to be able to do that to secure. Now, look, some people say, okay, he was a top first-round pick. He should have plenty of money. Yes, that is correct. That may be true. But his goals is to win championships and make a lot of money. But with that health concern that he has right now, much like you say, Dan, I feel the same way. Your health is number one. Football is way in the rearview mirror. It's something that you don't even pay attention to. And at the end, he, not only him, the Dolphins and his family, in the offseason, they've got to sit down and really look at this thing with real medical staff and study it to understand what this is. I played with enough players in the National Football League that was concussed and wind up not living a normal life at the mm. end of the day. So that's not something that we want to see. Yeah. You, you no, know, it's well said. You know what I think? It just, I just thought about. I wonder if the Dolphins entertain Tua is going to be a, a guy that is going to contend for our starting job, and we're going to go get Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. He knows our system. Interesting. And so you feel a high level of comfort no matter who the what quarterback happened, yeah. is. The connection with Mike McDaniel certainly there from the time with the 49ers. All right, let's get to more Quarterback news as it relates to some of these injuries. Lamar Jackson has been battling a PCL sprain, hadn't played in over a month. That was since December 4th. The Ravens had the Bengals on Sunday night. Now we're going to get Adam Schefter in here for real, okay? We saw a little preview of him earlier. Adam, what do we know about Lamar's availability this weekend? Laura, it's 38 days now since Lamar Jackson was injured and no practice again today. This was always going to be a telltale day that would tell you a lot about whether or not he would be playing on Sunday night. The fact that he's not out there at practice at the start of the week tells you that this is tracking for Lamar Jackson not to play on Sunday night against the Bengals and for him to miss his sixth straight game. Certainly doesn't look like he'll have Lamar, and then the question becomes, will they even have Tyler Huntley, who's been battling shoulder tendonitis and wasn't throwing at practice today either, which would leave them back in the situation that they were in last week when they played in Cincinnati and the Baltimore Ravens had to turn to Anthony Brown to start. That's right now a prospect that certainly seems very real. We don't think that Lamar will be ready in time for some night. It's been a week where there are people initially who thought, yeah, he's going to have a strong chance. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I think he'll play. Heard a lot of different things <laughs> leading into the weekend. And I think now as the week has gone on and he's not practicing, I think it's crystallizing that he's not on track to play Sunday night. Yeah, when Harbaugh was talking about it today in his press conference, he said, I have nothing to add. I think that also speaks to the situation oh, yeah. that Adam's illustrating here. So Lamar, of course, still waiting on that long-term deal, right? But another Raven cashed in this week. Adam, what can you tell us about Roquan Smith's new deal? Well, Laura, the Ravens announced an extension today, a five-year extension with Roquan Smith, their linebacker. And what's significant about this deal is that they not only keep one of the top tacklers and defenders in the National Football League, but they also now have the ability to go out and use the franchise tag if they want on Lamar Jackson because Roquan Smith is under contract. They don't have to worry about losing him this offseason. He's contractually tied to Baltimore, and now they have the tag available for Lamar Jackson if the two sides cannot work out the long-term contract that they've struggled here the last couple of years to get done. Lamar's going to be a free agent. The tag is available by uh, way of this agreement with Roquan Smith. 
Man, it's interesting. Uh, you know, for those wondering, hey, Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. How's all that going to get shaken out? Well, Roquan Smith doesn't have an agent either, and he was able to reach this deal. Mm. Thanks to Adam Moore from him coming. All right, so since Roquan Smith made his Ravens debut in week nine, Baltimore's defense has held their opponents to 14.7 points per mm. game. Second best in the NFL, trailing only the 49ers, the best defense in the league. They've also gone from ranking bottom 10 in yards per game allowed to top three in that category. Let's go, Roquan. They're like, yeah, let's pay you. You're making a big difference. Okay, so with Lamar's status still up in the air, seems like the pressure is going to be on this defense Sunday night against Cincinnati, and that's a hard task. But, Key, what do they need to do? Well, Swagoo knows as a defensive player, the first thing you do, is you find the snake and you cut the head off, and that would be Ooh. Jamar Chase. You shed him completely down. You double him. You don't allow him to get that offense going. We saw the Cincinnati Bengals offense at times without him in the lineup. A little bit different. Once he got back into the lineup, it became a very explosive offense. Then you press T. Higgins at the line of scrimmage. You make him play big boy football. Then you go after Tyler Boyd. If Tyler Boyd can beat you all alone by himself with Joe Burrow, then so be it. But if you think about this Ravens defense, they beat them earlier in the year without Roquan Smith in the lineup. Now they have one of the highest paid linebackers in NFL history on their side. Well, looking at that graphic that you had up uh, makes me more angry that Lamar's not playing because Bro. they would have yeah, a legit chance. Um, very simply, if the Cincinnati Bengals don't turn the football over, they, the Ravens have no shot to win this game. They're, they're too good of a team to go against. Now, defensively, how do the Ravens go about somewhat trying to slow down this offense? Number one, you have to live in too high quarters type of shell. But be aware that Joe in this offense is going to take their shots downfield. This is just a little underthrown by him last week. And I think the second thing is understanding that the right side of Cincinnati's offensive line is new. We talked about that yesterday. Attack it. Force those guys to communicate. Force those guys to pass things off. Force those guys to make sure that they're on the same level on a consistent basis. And this defense that uh, Baltimore runs has those blitz packages. If I was Cincinnati, I would be sitting there going, what are you going to do to our right side? That's the only shot. Because, And I, I feel – I hate when analysts sit there and say, well, they don't turn the foot because I think we have to be better than that. But it's very simply in this game, if Joe Burrow don't give the ball away, there's no shot Baltimore wins this game. I'm with you. And, and listen, the, the, the reverse of that is I was going to say – Baltimore Ravens got to turn the football over and score yeah. on defense. Like, we talking about – Defense has to score, yeah, Defense has yeah. to score. Just playing good enough defense, I still don't believe that will be enough. And they played they, – they, that was a solid game that they played against Joe and Cincinnati a couple weeks ago, right. last week when we saw them yeah. in the first game, obviously. And they got a bit healthier defensively as well. But when you look at Cincinnati, man, I think this game really boils down to Joe Burrow's maturity. Yeah. All right. If I thought Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals were going to come out there every other down and try to hit a bomb to Jamar Chase and yep. be reckless, we would be having a different conversation. Chase was uh, targeted 13 times in this game, right? And that was favorable matchups. But ultimately, if the check down, like you're talking about the line of scrimmage, check it down. He's been doing it all season long. Here's some hope for Ravens fans. During the regular season, Joe Burrow has just three games with a QBR below 40. Two of them are against the Ravens, yeah. okay? So there you Look go. Look at you. Baltimore, let's Find go. It. All right, we're just getting started here on NFL Live. The Giants take on the Vikings in a rematch of the Week 16 nail-biter. Marcus is going to tell you how the Vikings offense can get it done this weekend. Pay attention to this. Plus, what will the future hold for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Our analysts discuss what changes need to be made in order to prevent another disappointing season in Green Bay. Keep it right here. NFL Live comes your way next.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Kicks have come down to Greg Joseph's leg from 61. And he has done it again! And the Vikings do it again! That was Christmas Eve, so time to read and react. We begin with the Giants and Vikings. They face off on Sunday in a rematch of that thriller a few weeks ago. Marcus Spears is going to do a Christmas album next year. That was one of 11 games that the Vikings won by eight points or less this season. The most one-score wins in a season in NFL history. However, the Giants also had success in close games as their eight wins in that scenario were the second most in the NFL. These two teams, nail biters till the end, right? But Marcus, what do you think will be the key to this edition of this matchup. Boogie, ask me why Justin Jefferson is not the most important person. Why is he not the most important person? Because it's Dalvin Cook. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you a crazy Shut stat. Up. I'm going to give you all a crazy stat about Justin Jefferson. When Justin Jefferson goes over 90 yards, Minnesota Vikings are 10-1 and one and they average 28 points a game. When he goes under 90 yards receiving, they are 3-3 three and three and they average 18 points a game. So what Ooh. would you do if you're the New York Giants? Take Justin Jefferson away and put this football in the hands of Dalvin Cook. If you're smart, like the Minnesota Vikings should be, your next most explosive player is your running back. So you need to figure out how he can have an impact in this game. And maybe his impact will result in Justin Jefferson being a little bit more open. And voila, you are be, you are able to be the Minnesota Vikings that you want to be. I think Dalvin Cook has to have an imprint, not in, only on this game, but in the playoffs as the Minnesota Vikings are going to make a legit run. You know what else in the category of voila? The Giants are getting back <laughs> Xavier McKinney and Adoree Jackson, the secondary, is they're going to try to slow down Jefferson. So that's some that's nice help. help, right? Some okay, help. next up, Cincinnati, where Joe Burrow spoke to the media ahead of his matchup with the Ravens on Sunday night. Take a listen to this. You know, it's do or die. That's uh, that's where you like to be. Um, you know, in those moments, I feel like is, is where I kind of make my best plays. Just where I'm comfortable. And you know, these these moments are moments that you, you you remember. You don't always remember week week six games on the road. You remember these playoff games, these home night playoff games. 
I'm not sure if anybody is as cool in these big moments as Joe Burrow is. I mean, maybe Yuki, but either way, oh, what do you man. expect from Burrow in his second playoff run this season? I can hear you, Dan, but I'm not paying attention. <laughs> I think when you look at a guy like Joe Burrow who has the experience in the playoffs, He's 3-0 in the regular playoffs, not including the Super Bowl. That's four games of experience if you count the postseason with the Super Bowl. You can just tell the swag with him. He's like, oh, you know, these, I live for these moments. It's cool. We 16 is good. But this is what I die and I live for, and I'm part of that right now. I'm trying to get my team to the Super Bowl. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, he could also smoke some more cigars, which everybody's here for. Let's get to San Francisco. Since replacing an injured Jimmy Garoppolo in week 13, Brock Purdy has led the 49ers to six straight wins while throwing multiple touchdowns in each of those games. That's the longest streak by a rookie in NFL history. So, Dan, what under the sun is allowing for all this success for Purdy? I'd say the big question was, was he going to have a connection with some of those weapons? that we often talk about when it comes to San Francisco. First of all, the connection with Brandon Ayuk and specifically over the middle of the field hasn't skipped a beat. It's fantastic. His willingness to thread the ball into tight windows, trust that Ayuk is going to be where he's supposed to be and really build on that rapport and the connection has been very impressive. And then I'd say this, he's got a very good feel for George Kittle's routes. Kittle's a very good route runner, but you got to have a great feel for like when he's going to come out of the cut, where does he want the ball placed? And to watch that really develop has been impressive. Also, I was going to, he's been so impressive. I was actually going to vote for him for Offensive Rookie of the Year. And then Michael Whoa. Parsons hit me up. and was like, Dan, if you do that, I will hunt you down. So I had to play some second behind Garrett Wilson. But you got skirt. I, I have a question. Is it Walla or Voila? Dan, here's the thing. It's Voila. French. It's Voila. But it's I voila. It, I voila. Voila. But French, can, voila. you can interpret it however you want. And and who knew that Dan Orlovsky was going to be our you expert on international French. languages right? today? Voila. Didn't see that one coming on the bingo card. All right, again, still again, to come, the Jaguars will host the Chargers on Saturday. Trevor Lawrence voila. aims for a playoff run. He's been fun to watch. Dan is going to show what the Jaguars offense must do to stay alive this weekend. It's all next on NFL Live. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Do I want queso? Of course I want it. It's going to be amazing. But that's not the best decision for me. Dan is a guy, if you don't know, he's a bland guy. He doesn't like any spice. First of all, I'm not no. a bland guy, Ruddy. It made me think about Dan Orlowski's spice rack that he put on Twitter. He had salt, he had pepper. The man said he used to eat mayonnaise sandwiches. Anybody like it? Dan, you do not love mayo. I literally grew up with Wonder Bread and mayo. Just a mayonnaise sandwich. I don't even eat turkey on Thanksgiving Day. Now let's go eat some dried chicken <laughs> with some asparagus. Cannolis do not taste good. I think chocolate chip cookies are the most overrated cookie in the world. No one that doesn't use seasoning has ever been in a real fight. <laughs> a little bit of salt, just a little bit less pepper, squirt a lot. It's probably not good. I'm not a bland guy. Dan Orlovsky, not so great with his food taste. I mean, not only not so great, but he's the worst. So oh, now, now, now we're going to put it to the test. Guys, it is time. Everyone's scared to be themselves. <laughs> yeah. It is. it is time for post-seasoning. ESPN's fan favorite again. custom spice blend. It launched last year around this time. We went okay. pull-out tailgate. We're bringing it back. This time, we're going with a lighter fare. Uh, thanks to Cooking with Marshmallow Show for this cool what, what version like of Korean rice cake skewers. Let's dig in. Oh, y'all are laying with the fork and the knife. Get in here. Oh, I got like three at once. All right. This, oh, what is this hey, again? It's a, it's a Korean rice cake. Man, I went to the dentist today. Oh, yeah. Mm. Hey, cause mm. that thing ain't busting. Oh, my goodness. That's so good. Ooh. So it's got a little, got a little kick to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's rice? Mm-hmm. Mm. This is rice? Yeah, it's a rice cake. That is good. I kind of oh, want to oh, try. Oh, I want to try the post seasoning chips. <laughs> <laughs> Did that? Get, oh, look, my sleeve got all oh, in it. His stomach. His oh. baby's stomach gonna be upset. Bro, that got a lot of kick. Oh, Dan's buddy. not prepared for all that spice. Let's eat oh, the chips. Oh, that got some good. slap. Oh. Yo, bug it. Dan, you okay? Let me get a chip. Let me get a chip. Post seasoning be coming through about this time of the year now. Mm. Give me get a chip, Ruddy. Smack. What was, the, that, what was what that? What was that? Dance. A little dance. Little, little, little. little post-season new here, dance. Here, 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 here. Get in there. Let's see. Okay. Honestly, these are really good. Okay. Look at the chips. Okay. It's called the chip. Oh yeah. Isn't that oh, good? Yeah. All right. So uh, shout out. Got a little the bag not too. full of air. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to see if they'll tell me what else. You know, we got like some paprika, <laughs> some garlic, some salt, some onion, some cayenne. You're feeling that right now. <clears throat> Special shout out to Flick at the ESPN Cafe for preparing oh, no, these. These are so good. Remember, fans can get your hands on the spice at Old Scottsdale, our footprint there leading into the Super Bowl in Arizona. This spicy like a Dak Prescott hey, this, take. This, this season in five. I had some stuck in my teeth. This five. Okay. Give, me, give me a napkin. No, no. Just use your. Get yourself a napkin. Use your <laughs> just fingers. lick your fingers. Use your mouth. Okay. New on NFL Live. The Bills announced they've activated practice window for Micah Hyde. This is huge, guys. So should they make a run in the playoffs, they could be getting back a key piece of that defense. We saw this news today, and we were all like, wow, that's huge. Let's continue with some top stories here. Adam Schefter jumping back in. Adam, let's start in Miami, where they got some clarity on the availability of Tua Tungavailoa today. 
Well, thank you very much, Rachel Ray. Yes, Tua Tungvalu <laughs> is declared out today. He is not clear concussion protocol, and Jeff they will D. right now prepare as if they're going to start the rookie quarterback, Skylar Thompson, on Sunday in Buffalo against the Bills. It's a tall order, but Tua has suffered at least two concussions this season. He's been in concussion protocol at least twice, and we've got a situation where clearly the doctors are not ready to clear him yet, and the Dolphins are making alternative plans. They will not have him on Sunday. A similar story in Baltimore where the Ravens are preparing not to have Lamar Jackson. He did not practice today. Again, 38 days since he sprained his PCL. What's interesting here is that Tyler Huntley also did not practice today for the Ravens, and that would leave Anthony Brown as the starting quarterback on Sunday night against the Cincinnati Bengals. But no Lamar today tells you that he's tracking not to play. And then we'll take a look at some of the coaches who are in the headlines. Jim Cowell talking today to the Denver Broncos, Frank Reich with the Carolina Panthers. Kellen Moore has been requested to interview with the Carolina Panthers. So lots of coaching news as the coaching carousel begins to spin. We'll send it back to you, and hopefully you're not between bites of potato chips there, Rachel. Uh, you know what? Um, I am, actually. Uh, I was going to call you Jesse Palmer, Adam, because oh. he's, he's all in on the, the food. But, you know, he does other things, too. So that, that actually is perfect. You're a well-rounded guy, and you look a lot more handsome than him. Thanks. Love you, Jesse. You. Anyway. And you've been all right. on TV. <laughs> Love it, I can't. Let's get to the Jaguars, guys. They're able to survive against the Titans to advance to the playoffs, and now we get our first taste, uh, pun intended, of postseason Trevor Lawrence. He set career highs this year, over 4,000 passing yards, 25 touchdown passes. But what will be the key for the Jags' offense Saturday against the Chargers? Well, look at this. Lawrence will face off with the Chargers' defense that has played man coverage at the highest rate in the NFL this season. That could be a good thing for Lawrence. He ranks top five in completion percentage, QBR, and passing touchdowns against man coverage since week nine, which was the start of the Jaguars' turnaround this season. So, uh, Marcus, what do you want to see from Trevor Lawrence on Saturday night? Oh, Trevor Lawrence eating, boy. Golly. I don't know. Listen, this is what I want to see from Jacksonville. They have to start early, right? I looked at that Tennessee game, and we all thought that they would beat the Titans, but they were in a dogfight throughout the majority of that game. And it was because that offense couldn't get going. Now I think about going into this game with Justin Herbert standing on the opposite sideline. And let me give credit. Jacksonville's defense has been playing well, creating turnovers and having some success at getting in the end zone as well. But you don't want to start slow on the Los Angeles Chargers with him standing across the field for you. So I, I like this team. I like what Trevor Lawrence has been doing. I think you can exploit some of that man-to-man -man coverage. But ultimately, they had a slow start against a team that they needed, a game that they needed to win to get to this point, mm -hmm. I don't think you can start slow against Justin Herbert in this outfit. Okay, Dan, Dan, Dan still, you know what, by the way, this, so watery this, right po this post-seasoning is not that spicy. It's flavorful, it's delicious. Marcus has been over you're, here tantalizing him baby. with the water. All you guys who make fun of me for not liking flavor, this is why, because spice man. does. <clears throat> You a baby. Right. <clears throat> Let me do my Come job. on, Dan, let's do it. I think when, as well as the Chargers defense has played, if you're Jacksonville, you find the flaw of what they're not good at. And when you put multiple tight ends on the field, so 12 personnel, one back, two tight ends, this Jacksonville defense is not a good unit. They gave up like six and a half yards per play out of 12. That's the worst in the NFL. Now, I know that's not necessarily Jacksonville's go-to MO personnel because they live in 11 so much with Evan Ingram, but their backup tight end, Chris Manhurts or Dan Arnold, those guys need to have a bigger impact on this game. And I was thinking, you can still live in that 12 personnel, one back, two tight ends, 
and be in 11 personnel formations because of the flexibility out of Evan Ingram. So when it comes into the playoffs, and I always think, like, you got to find the flaw of what the defense really struggles with. If you're Jacksonville and Doug Peterson, you sit there and go, I want to be at multiple tight ends of the field because we can run the football with Travis Etienne, and we can throw the football because of Ingram's athletic flexibility out of it. That's what I think Jacksonville needs to do to – Kind of attack a defense that's been playing really good I'm football. I'm on that point. I think we walk away. If, if we walk away saying Evan Ingram was the best skilled player in this game, Jacksonville leaves with yeah, the I think he gets – you got to try to get him, I don't know, eight or ten touches yeah. because athletically he's – do they put Derwin on him? You know, that's an interesting that's conversation interesting combo, as well. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Uh, we were talking about him last week with the crew that was calling the game. They're like – when are you guys going to just list him as a wide receiver? He's not a tight end, no, right. you know? Like, yeah. there's no way. Also, this game is a rematch from week three when the Jags beat the Chargers 38-10 to 10 in L.A. Some of that had to do with injuries, but still. All right, we're going to get Dan some water in the break, but coming up, we're going to go to the trenches. Like Dan and Marcus are going to talk about the best battles you'll see in the trenches of Wild Card Weekend. You are a dragon. Like, this man is breathing fire over here. Gosh, man, I'm sitting here going, my mouth is all water. You got a bottle of water. By the way, we're not getting him water. Was, like, let's just watch him suffer. It's better TV. It's so hot, man. <laughs> We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The postseason NFL Countdown crew has you covered for Super Wild Card Weekend, Saturday and Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Get ready for six NFL playoff games. You can watch it right here on ESPN in the app. Let's hit the trenches with the boys over there. Hey, O-line, hey, D-line. Hey, to my soul, I wanted to be an offensive lineman when I was a kid. You know, I wanted you to be did. tough. So I wanted like to that. eat like the offensive lineman. I didn't. The matchup. Oh, oh, we got him. Take it right down. Oh my this goodness. is a matchup of heavyweights. I'm in the trenches with wolves and the lions and snakes, but I promise I'll always prepare. Dan only won right 40, but he'll block the face off. Did you just say Dan's only won 40? The most aggressive segment on television, <laughs> hearing me deal with this spice. Listen, All right, the five most important. Let's hurry up and get through this for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D-line matchups. We're going to go Jacksonville versus the Chargers. We're going uh, Joey Bosa, who's a little banged up, versus Jawan Taylor. Yeah, this is a huge matchup. Obviously, we know what Trevor Lawrence has been doing. We just talked about how good he is against man coverage. Well, you negate that with the rush. Bosa, one of the best in the league. Got a little banged up, right. so I'm a little concerned, right. but should be fine and good to go. Jawan Taylor has his hands full. All right, number four, we're going Ronnie Stanley versus Trey Hendrickson. 
in my opinion, if they shut him down, it's one of the chances they have to win the game. Oh, Baltimore. no question. Run and pass okay. game, though, okay. because we know what Baltimore really wants to rely on and what they want to do. Right. Instead of pushing the ball downfield, they need to get this run game going. Hendrickson and Stanley, two big physical guys. Hendrick is almost like a throwback defensive end who can stop the run, but also as an elite pass rusher. All right, so Tyron Smith versus Joe Tryon. Yeah. They got to block him, especially on passing downs. Tyron being back, obviously, we know helps this team tremendously. Tryon, sneaky, really good yeah. edge rusher okay. for this defense in Tampa. Long arms. Tyron is a long offensive lineman. This should be a great battle. I want to see Tryon against the physicality of Tyron Smith in the run game. Only chance Miami has to win. Yeah. Bradley Chubb's got to have the game of his career, I would say, versus Dawkins. He got to have the exact game that they traded for him for. I like that, yeah. Right? This, <clears throat> is, this is playoff time. I talk about it all the time, D.O., closers, guys that can make impact plays and change the game. And how weird is it that we don't get Von Miller in this game, we get Bradley Chubb ooh, in this game, ooh. who were brought in for the same reasons right. to try to get them their teams over the hump. All we right. know that he's working from a deficiency, but Chubb, he's going to have to play Young Lion, you're up here. Oh, yeah. There's two words who should be back and healthy versus yep. Micah Parsons. Yeah, Micah Parsons, it, we all know the quickness in which he wins rushes yeah. is his calling card to football. He had two sacks in the first matchup against this team with inside moves. Tristan Wirtz, we all know, coming off of an injury, don't know how well his movement will be. The one thing I would tell Micah, though, you got to be careful taking inside moves and giving up the edge if you're not going to get home. You can do it more with Tom Brady standing in the middle of the pocket. His offensive line also understands that. Keep the inside clean, and Micah is going to have to work wide edges in this game. Tristan right. Worf is one of the best in the business. I need water. Rutledge. Dehydrated. Yeah. Yo, my lips now burn. We didn't oh actually God, get him bro. any water, on, as you can tell. Come on, All right, let's got, talk about He needs some milk. <laughs> Eliminated by a Lions team that frankly just didn't want to see Green Bay advance. And Dan Campbell had those guys ready to go. Here's Alan Lazard with more on their future. Oh, you are This will obviously be a difficult offseason. Do you expect 12 to be back in the fold next year? I don't, I don't, I don't know where I'm going to be at. <laughs> I can't worry about somebody else. You know, definitely going into the game, I kind of had a realization that my first game here and potentially my last game, which it is, um, was going to be versus the Lions at home. So, um, you know, I took just a few moments just to kind of soak it all in and just like um, pat myself on the back, I guess, and just be thankful for this opportunity and this experience. Key, I saw you laughing about Lazard's answer to that first question <laughs> about Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't know where he's going to be. What do you think? Well, I think he's just getting tired, Laura and Adam, of, of Aaron Rodgers, one foot in, one foot out, playing games with the Green Bay Packers. And he, he – look, one thing that Adam knows is one thing that players know is they know if they're going to be with a team or not. They drafted <laughs> Romeo Dobbs and they drafted Watkins. So when you look at the situation, he knows, okay, we're getting young at that position. But I don't give a damn about a quarterback that ran – Devontae Adams out of town because he couldn't make up his mind from year to year. I'm just trying to get my money, and that's what he's thinking right now. Man, spoken like a true receiver, Keith. Where's uh, the Adam. truth? <laughs> I know. Adam, reports are that Rodgers was meeting with the team yesterday and today. What do we know there? Well, Pat McAfee said that, and again, there are always end-of-the-season meetings. That goes on regularly. There are exit meetings with every player. So they go over a variety of topics, and clearly Aaron Rodgers has a lot to think about and mull here. Before the game on Thursday night, there were people who spotted him with tears in his eyes. Clearly an emotional night for him, knowing 
that even if they made the playoffs, it was going to be the last game of the season at Lambeau Field and potentially the last game of his career at Lambeau Field. Then we saw Jamison Williams go over to him and ask him for his jersey, which he declined to do. He said he would get him a jersey at a later date, but he wanted to hold on to that one. And then he walked off arm in arm with his dear friend, Randall Cobb, into the tunnel. That certainly looked like a man who, at the very least, was contemplating the fact that it very well could be his last game at Lambeau Field. Doesn't mean it will, but just like Sean McVay's taking time to figure out what he wants to do, Aaron Rodgers will take some time to figure out what he wants to do, and it's fair to ask the question and wonder, but we just don't have the answer to it now. I mean, all we can do, Adam, is look to the facts that you just pointed out. Those are all things that happen. So it is interesting. You know, Dan, it was funny. We were just with Devontae Adams uh, covering the Raiders, and he was talking about how wishy-washy Aaron Rodgers has been for years now. Yeah. This is a real thing. Absolutely. And I would say this for Green Bay. If Aaron Rodgers wants to come back and play football, you, you welcome him with open arms. And I'm going to give in to a little bit and say we need you around in the offseason a little bit more because they need his energy. Yeah. They need the energy. Maybe not just like the physical. They need the energy. And I think the second thing is take a long, hard look at your defense because the defense was just as disappointing as the performance mm. by the quarterback in the offense. Yeah, I, I, listen, man, when, when I – we talked about this. I said I don't care what, what Aaron Rodgers does. What I care about is, is if he decides to come back to your point, Dan, you build that rapport. Yeah, I think that's had, fair to say. Like, now. they had to do it during the season. Energy, it was the fine. leadership. Yeah, just the I whole presence of him being there. Especially with younger players, it is yeah. essential. Christian Watson's made a lot of progress, but still. Okay, up next, Dak Prescott struggled with turnovers this season, throwing 11 interceptions in his last seven games. Here on Marcus thinks the Bucks can take advantage in their upcoming matchup with the Cowboys on ESPN on Monday. We'll be right back. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You can watch Cowboys Bucks on Monday Night Football, 8 Eastern on ABC, ESPN, and ESPN Plus. Our mega cast coverage also includes Peyton and Eli on ESPN2 and the Manning cast. And our ESPN Deportes Spanish language version is available too. Coverage starts with NFL Live. We're coming your way live from Raymond James Stadium for a two-hour special starting at 3 Eastern. It's all coming your way on Monday. Don't miss it. All right, let's talk Cowboys Bucks. This past Sunday, Dak Prescott threw an interception for the seventh straight game, the longest streak by any QB this season, and no quarterback has thrown more interceptions than Dak this season. That's despite the fact that he's only played in 12 games. Yesterday, Jerry Jones was asked if he's concerned about Dak's recent turnover problems. 
It's in Dak's DNA not to turn the ball over. His famous story that I often repeat is that he said more often than not, when his mother saw him in the kitchen, she'd say, remember, no turnovers. (laughs) And so he's grown up thinking like that. So I have all the confidence in the world that he, as a player, has all the right balance of confidence or all the right balance of uh, aggressiveness as it pertains to a turnover. He understands turnover better than all of us put together. Dan, how do you explain the turnovers from Dak this season? I've talked about him a lot, right? If, if Watching him play, it's like the weight of the world is on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like the weight of the Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl in 25 years is on his shoulders. you got to remember, Dak right now is um, pressing to be perfect and then pressing to not make a mistake. This is what we call topper. Double post at the bottom with a crosser up top. The safety at the bottom of the screen is the read versus cover four. If he hangs low, throw the big post. If he backpedals, just throw that crosser to C.D. Liam. He's beating the receiver to the spot. C.D. is the ball where that should get thrown. So you're pressing there to try to go make a big play. That's how you throw in a double coverage. And then you go later in the game, and Kellen Moore takes a traditional concept, which is a slant flat, and decides to go slug a wheel. I love it. Now here's our chance to go take a shot. We want the corner to just flatten his feet at the bottom of the screen. He's got it. But that is already off. Their safety's in the middle of the field. You give CD a chance one-on-one or the tight end who wins on that wheel route. An option. So you can see the pressing and also almost like the trying to be perfect. And Dak proved he was better than a fourth-round pick and proved he was worthy of the starting job and proved he was worth that contract by not trying to be that. Yeah. And right now it feels like he's trying to prove or the weight of the world that, yeah, Dallas, I'm that guy, finally. Yeah, we're going to go into this game. We're going to hear about Marsha Brady and Carol Brady and Bobby Brady and Peter Brady. <laughs> Tom, Brady Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. The, man the reality <laughs> is when we watched the Super Bowl run, it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense that stood out more than ago. anything. Yeah. Two years ago, right? And what you just said about Dak Prescott is what I'm looking at this Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense saying, hey, he throwing them to us, fellas. We got to get them, mm. right? Mm. We keep talking about what Tom Brady and Mike Evans is going to do and the right. matchups that right. they are going to exploit. You got to remember the first game of the season, he threw an interception to Antoine Winfield. Right. Set up, the, the defense stepped up, didn't let him in the end zone, but it set up a field goal. They were in their own plus territory. Here's the thing. Like, I know we get so enamored with Tom Brady being back in the playoffs. Sure. If the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got any chance to win this football game, it's going to be about this defense taking those opportunities away mm. from Dak Prescott. And he's coming into this game with 15 interceptions. They turned the football over in Tampa on their way to winning the Super Bowl. That needs to be the mindset of the defense. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah that does need to be the mindset of the defense, but the mindset of the offensive coordinator and Kelly Moore, who's calling the plays, get back to the Cooper Rush game plan. You know how I am, Dan. Under 30 attempts. They got Dak Prescott throwing over 30 times a game, 30-plus. He's throwing interceptions. When you look at it, Jacksonville Jaguars 32, Washington 37 to pick six. Could have been another interception. Tennessee 41 attempts, two interceptions. Houston 39, two interceptions. Green Bay 46, two interceptions. Won't you play boring football like you did with Cooper Rush? That's how you was winning. That's how you won with the first two games against Detroit in Chicago when he came back off injury. Be smart. Don't be cute. Don't all of a sudden think that you got to drive the Ferrari fast just because you have it. Cruise it sometime in the slow lane. Well, I mean, so why don't they cruise the Ferrari in the well, slow lane a little bit? Is it just Dak and his presence? You're like, ah, oh, we got to do all this? I think the reality is they were a different offense and a different defense when that was happening as well, personnel-wise. Defensive and they, they're not running the football yeah. nearly as well as, no. as they were. 
I also think this, like, because of the success that Cooper Rush had, you guys know me. Like, quarterbacks, that's, that's mine. That's my team. That's my – is Dak in this mindset uh. where he's like, no, 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 no. Let me go take over. Correct. You think you know? it's more mental than mechanical. I do because he yeah. went down 10 to, against Philadelphia – and then it became, I'm just going to yeah. go play. He snaps out of it every time he throws an right? interception. He right. snaps like out of it. It's play. like the catalyst he needs. All right, time for one more thing before we go. And earlier on the show, we had a little French lesson oh, no. with Marcus oh, Spears. And voila. Er, I have a question. Is it voila or voila? Dan, voila. here's the thing. It's voila. French. It's voila. But it's I voila. It, I voila. Voila. But French, voila. Can, you can interpret it however you want. And voila. You don't have to okay, look, it does matter voila. if you're right. No, Pronunciation. Uh oh, Dan's voila. right. It is. It is. Voila. I say that. To, I say I, when people hey. mispronounce words, it does matter if you're you right. You can't eat seasoning. I can't pronounce voila. Hey, anyone want some more chips? Voila. Here, don't Dan. give him a chip. He might Dan, die. Dan, eat a chip. The show's Good. over. Eat Good. a chip. Hey, Dan. You, know what? you need a chip then. Hydrate, big fella. Chips are good. Oh, gee. That's how Dan did that just go in the bag? Did that go in the bag? bag? Wait, look. Did the pen go in the bag? Mm -mm. No, it went in his arm. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow. That boy, he looks bigger than a ball.